You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, as always, we give a big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country. And because of the American Forces Radio Network around the world, the servicemen and women out there on bases around the world hoping to, you know, win their leagues and win that cash, holding it down with Speeds, The Spittin' Statistician. I got my boy, as usual, Donnie Burns on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam we got a good wednesday show for you today as usual i'm going to give you my starting lineup which starters you need to win your cash in dfs baseball tonight it's also game three of the nba finals are going to get tipping off about an hour or two from now so we're going to be breaking all that down if you listen to donnie burns and his calves and six that means cleveland needs to do big work so under that assumption what kind of bets can you make tonight to win that cash we're going to get into that with my boy donnie burns a little bit later on also, I don't know if you guys know, but today was the day Lonzo Ball worked out for the Lakers. So you know there are some quotes and you know there's some stuff for us to talk about. As usual, though, you can get at me this hour at 844-843-6879. You could also get at us on Twitter at FNTSY Radio on Twitter. You could always holler at me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter as well. We got two poll questions up. Okay, first of all, because we told you that over the weekend, Jeremy Macklin was released. Now that we hear that Eric Decker will not be on the Jets, the first question is, which of these wide receivers can help an NFL and your fantasy football team the most? Is it Jeremy Macklin or is it Eric Decker or is it Anquan Bolden, who is also still out there as a free agent? also want to know... Is this NBA Finals going to be worth the wait? Is it going to be worth the hype? We have that up on our poll question right now as well. Later on, though, we put the fun in functional sports radio. We'll find out how the Ryan brothers are spending their time in Nashville during the Stanley Cup Finals, who Joe Mixon is starting to train with. And uh, there's a new theme park out in China that we're going to have to tell you about. All that and more on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, holding you down, okay, on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're doing a good thing here over at Studio 34 and Rockin' Riley's in Midtown Manhattan. We got some people outside having a good time at happy hour. Come on back after the break. You can grab a drink yourself and then come back, all right? Dane Martinez, Fantasy Freestyle. Ooh, ooh! Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, holding you down on a Wednesday. It's happy hour here at Rockin' Riley's in Studio 54. Studio 54, the Studio 34. Studio 54 was a whole different thing here in New York. But, you know, if you're of a certain age, you may remember a little Studio 54 as well. But we are here at Studio 34 and Rockin' Riley's on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and my man Donnie Burns, the basketball correspondent and love doc. We're going to get into our starting lineup here around Major League Baseball. I got some news and notes first. Last night's game, Mariners outfielder and stud with the boomstick, Nelson Cruz, left after... um 
you know, he singled in the fourth inning, uh, had a little calf flare up, was lifted and pinch run for. He's day to day, and that Mariners lineup has not come out yet. So keep an eye out on Nelson Cruz. Other Mariners news, though. Mariners uh, infielder Jean Segura signed a five-year, seventy million dollar extension. He currently is unavailable, though, um, on the DL right now. But the Mariners locking him up long term. Also, and someone who's coming back, he's missed all season long. Don't forget if you need any help at catcher. Wilson Ramos doubled in his second rehab game yesterday, coming back from an ACL injury. Remember, this is a guy who hit over 300 for the Washington Nationals last year. He signed a two-year, $12.5 million deal with Tampa Bay in the offseason, okay? Wilson Ramos may be back up with the big club in Tampa in about a week, so check him out if you need some help at catcher. Someone going on the DL, though, was Rockies outfielder Gerardo Parra. He's got a quad injury, um, injured at trying to steal second base. In a, in a recent game, he's going to be on the shelf for a little while. And as you did, as you probably heard on DFS lineup lock, Scooter Jeanette was only one percent owned last night when he had four home runs and ten RBIs. Also, big shout out uh, to Scooter Jeanette. I saw a uh, clip with him where he talks about how he got the name Scooter. And apparently he got the Scooter from the character on The Muppet Babies. Alright, so, uh, you know, big shout out to Scooter because, you know, The Muppet Show and The Muppet Babies were both shows that we had in our uh, TV Greatest of All Time tournament a little bit earlier on this year. Okay, last night though, I told you, I told you that there were going to be strikeouts to be had. I said, obviously, with Max Scherzer at 11,900 yesterday, what did he do? He struck out 14 guys in a 2 one win, so you got to figure he was worth that eleven thousand nine hundred on FanDuel. But I gave you two starters yesterday that I said had good matchups, particularly for strikeouts. The first of them was Chris Archer, who's a righty going against the Chicago White Sox at ten thousand seven hundred. I said he was going to get a good amount of strikeouts. What he do? He went seven innings and struck out eleven. Got you a quality start, only gave up two uh, two runs. But the White Sox did in fact beat the Rays last night four to two. The other guy. I gave you, and I have been saying it all season long. He has been my guy since the beginning of the season when I was giving you speeds as spotlight and I gave you a diamond and a fugazi on every team. My diamond for the Arizona Diamondbacks was Robbie Ray. And last night at 10,000, I told you that he had strikeout upside against the Padres of the team who strikes out the second most in the NL and the team that scores the least amount of runs so far in the NL. What did Robbie Ray do. He went out there and struck out 11, only giving up one run. Got a quality start and a win for you as the Diamondbacks won 10-2. to I'm telling you, I'm giving you these starters to win that cash. So, as usual, you may ask yourself, self... Who do Speeds think that I need to start tonight? Well, tonight, you got some aces on the mound, okay? If you're willing to pay up on FanDuel, you got Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel at 10,900. He is 9-0 and with a 1.67 ERA on the season. And guess who they're facing? The Kansas City Royals. This is a team that continues to have the lowest run total in the American League that I have been saying for weeks now, you can fade this offense the same way you used to fade the 
Cleveland Browns in NFL survivor pools. So all of this lines up for Dallas Keuchel to probably be worth the 10900 The only thing that gives me pause is that this is the one day where the Royals are running out their ace as well, Jason Vargas. But... I ain't mad at that. I still love Dallas Keuchel. You also gotta love, especially in cash games, Zach Greinke. I told you he gives me anxiety every time I say his name because he has anxiety himself. But it's kind of the same rationale as yesterday. Yesterday I told you Robbie Ray against these Padres with them, their propensity to strike out. This the same thing can be said tonight for Zach Greinke. It's the same theory. Zach Greinke, ten thousand seven hundred. I think they stay cold. That's the Padres stay cold striking out against those Diamondbacks. If you want to go a little cheaper, though, okay, if you want to go cheaper, how about Mike Fultonevich against the Phillies? He's only 7,700 tonight. Last start, he had a great start against, um, I think it was the Dodgers, seven innings of shutout ball and 10 strikeouts. In his last five starts, Fulte has struck out 24 batters, only given up six walks. The Phillies are also 24th in the majors in Woba, weighted on base average versus righties, They're, and Fulty's going against Jared Eikhoff. Jared Eikhoff with a 5-plus ERA, 0-6. I think all that lines up for Fulty. Maybe able to get a win um, at home against the Phillies for only 7,700 on FanDuel. That may be the place to go. I wanted to say one more thing, though. Uh, a couple things I've noticed recently. I saw uh, Sweeney Murdy, who's a beat reporter for the Yankees, tweeted out yesterday that... He was uh, at the stadium, and at Yankee Stadium, you know how in most stadiums you see the radar gun, and it'll say, like, oh, the last pitch was 94 miles an hour. Many will also say, oh, it was a fastball, a slide, or a curve, a changeup, things like that. Sweeney Murdy is saying that at Yankee Stadium, they now also have a board that shows exit velocity. Remember what we've been talking about, how Aaron Judge is just murdering the ball with that exit velocity, a home run he hit previously um, was about 116 miles an hour just last weekend in Toronto. He is absolutely crushing the ball. And now at Yankee Stadium, they're showing the measurement of that. I think that's a big step forward in terms of some of these, you know, advanced stats. I wonder what's next. You know, will they be putting up launch angle? You know, will they be putting up, you know, things like a guy's XFIP when he comes in from the bullpen? I think it's very interesting. I also want to know, is Yankee Stadium, the only ballpark that does that. My boy Frankie Stanfield, who you can hear on Fantasy First Look and on Best Friends Forever, along with uh, Florio and Susmania, he told me he went to the Yankee game and saw it. I, I don't know about other stadiums that are posting this. If you are out there on any of our sports byline affiliates listening live right now and you have seen exit velocity in a stadium this year, please holler at me at 844-843-6879 or holler at me at Spittin' speeds on Twitter and let me know what other ballparks this might be in. Again, shout out to my man uh, Lance Newman on Twitter yesterday when I was saying what changes would you make if you were commissioner? And I said some people mentioned that, you know, the... um all-Star Game should not be for home field. Uh, Lance Newman mentioned that we should have robotic umps uh, calling balls and strikes to just you basically use that kind of stat cast grid that they put up, which I think is interesting. But I did want to give him a big shout out as well. You know, we're talking about all these different changes. Um, 
And I mentioned to you guys what Gary Sheffield was saying yesterday about batting the shift and pitcher suspensions and pace of game. I'm going to be giving you my big time official platform tomorrow, and I may have a special guest as well to talk with me about the changes that I would make to Major League Baseball if I were commissioner. So make sure you stay tuned for that tomorrow. But regardless, we're going to help you win this cash for fantasy baseball. You know how? By telling you to go to the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in season fantasy baseball package because as your ultimate bench coach, for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, with our trend analysis, and our player insights. You can become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week. And this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now, and you will start soaring to the top of the standings. And if you enter promo code FREERADIO at checkout, you get a special discount and they probably were telling you things like play Scooter Jeanette last night. You know what I'm saying? And then you would have definitely won your league and won that cash. Yo, check it out. When we come back here, though, on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, what we're going to do is I'm going to be bringing in my man, the basketball correspondent and love doctor, Donnie Burns, to say, you know, if he's got his calves in six, what is he looking for to see if they can get one? You can't win four until you win one. Will they do that in Cleveland tonight? We'll check in on that. And like I said, Lonzo Ball worked out for the Lakers today, so we're going to talk about that a little bit as well, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Come on right back. Let's go. Back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, a big shout-out to our Sports Byline affiliates around the country. And for those of you guys getting ready for Game 3 of the NBA Finals in Ohio, for example, shout-out to 94.3 FM on Selena, 1450 AM in Hamilton, Ohio, WMOH in Marion, Ohio, 1490 AM, WMRN, all getting ready for Game 3 of the NBA Finals. But listen, if you are not listening live it's okay it's okay download the fantasy sports radio network app and this way you get everybody here giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash my man the king scott angle we got tony sincata benny riccardi greg sussman jake seeley the all-in kid who apparently was blocked by odell beckham but the thing is everybody is giving you that advice and you are getting it for free we're not trying to take your money we're trying to let you have your money so you could bet it and it can grow Okay, just remember when you're filling out that 1099 G that is the fantasy sports radio network holding you down news and notes as we enter the cypher here around the NFL Julio Jones says that he is on track for actual training camp coming back from that foot injury. He said that last procedure he had on his foot was just to remove a bunion, but he did admit and I think this is kind of interesting. It's kind of like him patting himself on the back. Um, He said that sometimes his foot just can't handle how explosive. He is as a wide receiver. Who am I to argue with the great Julio Jones, right? There's also apparently progress being made in the Kirk Cousins contract talks with the Washington football team. Even Dan Snyder came out and says that he do, he does, in fact, want Cousins as his quarterback for the long term. It sounds like they're having a better tone.
alone in those negotiations. Remember, Kirk Cousins has played this franchise tag approach and, and has turned it into, I think, $24 million. He clearly they won't be able to do it again, so it behooves everybody for them to find a long-term deal. Um, also, interesting story I wanted to tell you. Did you hear that Bills cornerback Sharik Wright took an Uber from Chicago all the way to Buffalo for OTAs. It was something like an eight-hour drive, and the Uber cost $638. I guess that's one way to make sure you get to work. You know, as football starts to you know creep up on us, things are starting to get excited here in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are getting ready for football, and as soon as the NBA Finals end, I am going to start giving you my team-by-team previews, okay? Because we got 32 teams to go through. It is going to take a while throughout most of the month of July. We're going to start giving you team by team previews. You know, who you need to, you know, find on their fantasy teams, who are the Diamonds, who are the Fugazis, and also teams where I think they're going to go. Remember, I'm giving you those over-unders because that, in my, in Speeds' experience, is a nice way to win that cash. But as we move on here in the cipher on the fantasy freestyle, I want to bring in my man Donnie Burns, the love doctor and basketball correspondent for the fantasy freestyle. And here's the thing. Donnie, Donnie likes the Cavs in this series. I've been already on the Warriors, okay? So we don't have to talk about that. You know, we got that all up on the board already, so that's fine. What I want to talk about is, okay, I'll, I'll say this. Even though I think the Warriors are a dominant squad and I think that they are going to win this series in five games at this point, my original prediction was, you know, dubs in six. If you believe that the Cavs are going to do anything, it does, in fact, you think that they are going to win game three. If they're going to do anything, it's going to happen tonight. So my first question for you, Don, is like early in the game, what kind of adjustments might you be looking for? What are you looking for as an indicator of, oh, this might be something different? I'm going to tell you what I'm looking for. I told you already when we talked about the pace of play, how it was just out of control, looking like an all-star game. I think the Cavs may try to slow it down, play Eastern Conference basketball keep the game a little bit slower because they clearly can't hang with the dubs going end to end do you think that might be an adjustment don what do you expect to see a little bit later on tonight yeah well you know we talked about that earlier before this series even started who you would know, cry uncle yeah, first we wanted the Cavs to know to slow the pace up a lot and um looking towards tonight here's my kind of take on it i think they need to have darren williams come in and not in terms of scoring they need to slow the game up Kyrie is not playing well at all. Right. Um, they need to get the ball out of his hands. Maybe put him on the wing. They need to do something with that because not only is he not scoring, he's scoring at a terrible rate. I think he went 8 for 23 last game, but mm-hmm. he's turning the ball over against Steph Curry, who I said he was going to play dominant against. So that's one thing I kind of want to take on that. But if you do remember the last year, I, I hate to keep going over this, but Golden State won in dramatic fashion the first two games. They won sure. 104-89 the first one. 110 to 77, the second one. But the third game, they shot almost 30% as a team. They lost 120 to 90. Mm. So, you know, I do have Cavs in six, but I mean, Cavs couldn't win in seven, too. Listen, the king is the king. I hate all this talk how Kevin Durant, you know, they're starting to talk how Kevin Durant is the best player on the planet. He's not. They ask more of LeBron on the Cavs than the Warriors do of Kevin Durant. No, I absolutely agree with you. And here's the thing, because what we got to do here on the Fantasy Freestyle is help people win some cash, right? So remember, remember how, um, 
I gave everybody that they needed to bet the under in game one, right? When that was a historic over-under uh, over total. The over-under tonight is 227. And I think, and it sounds like Donnie Burns thinks as well, that they may, if they try to slow the pace down, it is certainly not going to get to a 227 over under okay so I again like the under if the Cavs make any kind of adjustment and part of this end to end remember we're wondering if guarding Kevin Durant has been you know tiring LeBron out if it's hard because he's expending that much energy on the defensive end somebody asked LeBron about that leading up to game three Donnie do we have what he said in reply let's hear that now KD does it take a toll on you you know like in the second half, maybe. Oh, no. I, don't I don't know. People's. Oh, people. To me when, you know, no. That's the question I've been answering. Nah, Still salty, good. LeBron. <laughs> I'm averaging a triple double in the finals. I don't, I'm, I'm pretty good. I, I would think. I'm saying, here's the thing. So he's like, nah, nah, doesn't tire me. I'm averaging a triple-double. It's like he never, like when things are not going well for him, he gets real salty. He gets real aloof. Remember a few years ago when he was like, I'm going to still go back to my great house and I'm still have a great life. I don't know. I mean, like I love LeBron and all, but I think he's got to be, you know, kind of stand up in, in, in times of adversity as well. But I will say this, Donnie. The other thing that, you know, may happen as this series switches to Cleveland, not only do I think it might be a slower pace game, so I like the under, um, you know, the saying always goes that role players play better at home. You mentioned Deron Williams coming in maybe to help slow the game down because Kyrie hasn't, but I see some player props for the Cavaliers. Like, if it starts to go well and they do, in fact, get the game three, here are two things that might be interesting for people if they want to throw a couple of bills on it. Check this out. J.R. Smith over under point total, Donnie, is seven tonight. If Cleveland's going to do anything, right, and if Kyrie hasn't been that guy, you got to think J.R. Smith will score more than seven points. No? What do you think about that, Donnie? I do, and they kind of need him to know. He's he's in there specifically to, you know, drop three or four threes and push up the tempo. They're right. trying to change it at that moment in time, and he's not been able to do that. But I just kind of want to get your take on, you know, I mentioned Darren Williams coming in, not necessarily a score because he essentially can't. Right. Um, what do you think about isolating Kyrie? Mm. Not necessarily, you know, we talked about, you know, Cavs making it one-on-one. What do you think about isolating Kyrie on his own? Yeah, I mean, unless Clay Thompson's on him, then sure. As long as Clay Thompson's on him, then absolutely. And that was going to be another over under I was going to give you. Kyrie tonight, Kyrie tonight, the over under on his point total is 27. Do you think he'll be able to go for high 20s, almost 30? I think that might be another way to do it. Absolutely, Don. Like, Kyrie has to come to play tonight. Like you said, maybe not even as a point guard, but as a scorer for this team. So, yeah, I think, you know, you could throw. I would take that under, too. You would take, okay. And then here's the one thing I think I think this J.R. Smith over seven points I like that I like the under for the game tonight okay because I think like you said they are going to slow it down and 227 come on man 227 that means it could be like 114 to 110 and it's still under 227 this game is not going to be as high scoring as they were in Golden State here's the other one that I wanted to bounce off of you Donnie Burns the other player that has not 
you know, has not been kind of doing what he was supposed to do for this Cavs team is Tristan Thompson. And what if I told you that the over-under on Tristan Thompson rebounds tonight is seven and a half? Wouldn't you go over on that? I would go over, and here's the thing. We talk, We also talked about that before they started. He, right. He needs to. Exactly. He needs seven offensive rebounds. It can't, that can't exactly. Be, that can't be his total for the over-under. Right. So that's... I'd probably take the over on that. What, you said seven? Seven and a half. So, yeah, you need eight or more. Quicken Loans Arena, I'll take seven. Exactly. So that's the thing. And listen, listen, Don, we're trying to do this segment so that I don't give you, you know, I don't give you poo-poo for picking the Cavs. So we're assuming that the Cavs are going to get this one, right? So if they do, I think what you got to go is under tonight for the game. I think J.R. Smith can get you more than seven. And Tristan Thompson will have to grab down some boards. Those are probably ways you can go tonight to get some cash, okay? And we got to pull question up right now. Uh, We're asking you on Twitter, will the NBA Finals be worth the wait and the hype, or is Cavs Warriors pretty much just like the rest of the playoffs? 58% of you right now say nope, it's not worth the wait. Golden State is too dominant. 24% of you guys say you hope so, but you are skeptical of that. And only 18% of you agree with my man Donnie Burns, the love doctor and basketball correspondent. 8% 18% of them say, yes, we have just begun this series. So we'll see about that. Yo. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, like I said, Lonzo Ball worked out for the Lakers. You know this is a topic Donnie Burns and I have been discussing. We're going to attack it from all angles. And I'm going to give you a couple of uh, you know other sports stories where we put the fun and functional sports radio. If you want to holler at me, let me know. 844-843-6879. Holler at me on Twitter. We've got polls to answer, too. We're uh, having fun on a Tuesday evening. Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician, giving you what you need to win your league and win that cash. Dropping stats over beats with my man, Donnie Burns, so hot that we sweat steam. Of course, big shout out, of course, to our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world. On bases around the world, you're uh, getting a little taste of home, even in Doha. So, uh, you know, Speeds holding you down. Hey, Donnie Burns. Today was the day, you know, we heard going into this um, lead up to the NBA draft, we heard that Lonzo Ball and the ball and the ball kind of faction, the Triple B brand. And, you know, it's always been weird. Why do we say the Triple B brand? The third B is the word brand. So it's like we're saying the big baller brand brand. But I digress. Uh, the Triple B brand. Um, you know, they were saying they would only work out for the Lakers. Well, today... Lonzo did, in fact, work out for the Lakers, but I have some interesting news. First of all, Luke Walton said going into today's workout that uh, LeVar would not be welcome in the gym. He was closed out of the Lakers workout. He will be uh, going to dinner, it looks like, tonight with Lakers brass. Check this out. Luke Walton says, absolutely, if he wants to come to the dinner, but I think the workout is something that will keep the doors closed on. But at the dinner, he would definitely make the dinner more entertainment, more entertaining. He's welcome to join us for that one. He also goes on to say that he would not 
not be concerned about LeVar's kind of, uh, you know, opinionated nature. He says, we're in the NBA. To me, that's not an issue. Parents are always going to have their opinions. They're going to be outspoken at times. Then he goes, as you know, I have a very outspoken father myself, so it doesn't bother me. If we were to draft him, we're going to coach him. He'll be part of our team. He'll be part of our family, and we'll go from there. I thought it was a good point that um, – Luke Walton mentions that he has, you know, a pretty outspoken father himself. Maybe that means he kind of knows how to, um, you know, kind of manage this kind of thing. But we are also starting to hear some smoke about, like, maybe the Lakers would pass on Lonzo Ball. You know, an anonymous GM actually said that LeVar Ball is, in fact, hurting Lonzo's prospects, saying, and I quote, it doesn't help all this stuff with his father. I don't know what is game for the kid by putting that much pressure on him. Nobody from the league has been meeting with LeVar or anything, but that is going to be another thing to look at when it comes to doing due diligence before the draft. How does he handle his dad? Is it just something he laughs about, or is it real pressure on him? Now, I'm hearing things the Lakers may pass. They may think your boy, Donnie Burns, D. Fox, is the best point guard in this draft. Remember, they also already have Ingram. They already have D'Angelo Russell. Maybe they need instead to not use it on another the guard. Maybe they need a guy like Jackson or Tatum to start filling the wing roles that they also need on that team. And here's another thing that I think is interesting before I bring you in here real quick, Donnie Burns, on this Lonzo Ball workout. The thing is, we always hear from LeVar Ball. We hear from LeVar Ball all the effing time, but we never hear from Lonzo. We never hear from Lonzo himself. Even when, like, we're now getting reports that they turned down a $10 million shoe deal. Remember when they wanted to be, like, co-branding and partners? Now we're hearing word that the figures that, you know, Nike and Adidas and Under Armour were throwing out were $10 million. That would be probably double the salary Lonzo would be making in his rookie year. Lonzo has nothing to say about this why do we never hear from Lonzo himself that's what I'm starting to wonder and I wonder and then we hear from Lonzo today Lonzo after his workout with the Lakers he actually you know for the first time I actually heard stuff from Lonzo Lonzo after the workout said and this I think is very interesting He says that the Lakers need a point guard and a leader, and he is someone who can fill both of those roles for the Lakers. Now, I think that's kind of not setting yourself up to be, you know, not ingratiating yourself to the locker room that you may eventually join. You know, that's clear throwing shade at D'Angelo Russell, the point guard. I also guard. disagree with one of those points he made, but I digress. Okay, well, I'm going to get you taking a hot second, Don. I mean, like, he says that, you know, isn't that shade for D'Angelo Russell if they were to be on the team together? Isn't that shade, you know, saying that they don't already have a leader? Don't you want to come in if you do? You know, saying, you know, that like you'll just do whatever is asked for you, blah, blah, blah. The other thing he said was that in his conversations with the Laker executives today, that the Laker executives, quote unquote, love my dad, LeVar. I think that's very interesting, but it was kind of weird. I haven't heard quotes from Lonzo in a while. We heard him freestyling over that Drake beat, but we haven't heard Lonzo, you know, with any of the issues actually related to Triple B in a while. So uh, if you disagree with that, let me hear your take, Donnie. 
Yeah, so as we get closer to the NBA draft, you know, a lot of these uh, mock drafts have De'Aaron Fox possibly moving up to that second spot. Uh huh. You know, I don't really. Fultz see is him. probably still the best point yeah, guard, though, Markel right? Markel Fultz, you know, he's, he averaged 23.2 points in college. He's a scorer. You know, I, we they don't know if they're getting rid of Isaiah Thomas yet. So they don't know what right. they're doing there. So that's I guess that's a lock for me as of right now. De'Aaron Fox moving up to the Lakers' second pick, however, doesn't really mu- make much sense to me. They need a player that will make the rest of their young players better. Um, Lonzo Ball mentioned in that interview, you know, I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, here's the thing. His leadership is by example. And, you know, he plays at a specific pace that I don't know if some of those players can play at. Like I said, Julius Randle is a good right. player for that. I, I don't know how D'Angelo works with that, but I, I definitely don't see De'Aaron Fox being a Laker. However, I have seen De'Aaron going to the Phoenix Suns, which I do like him working with Booker a lot. Interesting. Um, you know, a lot of fancy value for Booker next year. For um, sure. But here's the thing, like, do you see a universe where if Lonzo Ball is taken number two overall, that the Lakers still have D'Angelo Russell on that roster? I see Jordan Clarkson moving. I don't see D'Angelo moving. I see them shipping off Clarkson. Okay. Well, like we said, he worked out for the Lakers. There were some reports that he may work out for the Philadelphia 76ers as well. But Lonzo confirmed today, again, that the Lakers were the only team he will, in fact, work out for. The NBA draft is coming up right after the NBA Finals are likely over. I believe in a couple weeks, June 22nd. I may have to bring my boys uh, Hove and uh, Double K, Kent and Kirby, back on to dissect the draft like we did when they had the draft lottery. And we're going to find out, you know, where Tatum goes. Where Jackson goes, where your boy Fox goes, I still for the I New do York Knicks. I know you do. So Tatum's what, my what guy. about? Could you see? Could you see them thinking that they're fine in the backcourt already with Russell and Ingram? You mentioned Clarkson, and instead, like I said, go for a wing player well, if they go like for, uh, Tatum if they go at two. For a guy for Tatum, I feel like they would be getting rid of Russell at that point in time because Clarkson and Russell they just don't work together. I'm, I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they don't. So one of them would be leaving, and it would be Russell in that, in that case. If they took Tatum at that pick, which I don't think they will, I think Russell would be gone at that point. So, But here's my thing with, with Lonzo. If you watch some of his college tape, his weakness is he's too unselfish, and he's not aggressive enough. Like, in a press, he wouldn't even be getting doubled, and he's, you know, he's waving it off to go to the other side with the ball. So that's kind of one of his problems at this point. But, I mean, I see them taking him. I really do. Yeah, I don't think, I think his father so makes any splash. And the reason, like you said, Walton's dad is you know, very, very relevant in the media. Absolutely. Very he loves to keep it weird. And also, here's the other thing. Now that it, it is all lined up for ultimately for Lonzo to be a Laker, I wonder if Lonzo, uh, I wonder if LeVar should, uh, you know, go back to those shoe companies, you know, now that it probably does look like he's going to be that a Laker, you know, and be like, happen. hey, you want to talk deal now that we think he's going to be in Hollywood as a Laker? I know it probably won't happen, but man, oh man, I wonder, I wonder how that's going to go. Because remember, he also, you know, he also kind of shut down a female reporter on uh, Fox Sports. Very disrespectful. And, right. So I wonder Very now, now if he's going to be a Laker, you're going to need to respect Jeannie Buss. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? She so, won't play any of those games. I'll that's what I'm that saying. Right so maybe he needs to, uh, you know, go back to the shoe companies, go back to the Lakers, and uh, have a different tone. But we shall see. Sometimes I think my man Jay Z says, "You never change. That's just the top layer, man. You was who you was when you got here." So we'll see if uh, Alonzo and Lavar and the whole Triple B brand and all of them, if they change their tune after potentially landing in Los Angeles with the number two overall pick in the draft later on this month. When we're talking basketball, though, you know, Donnie, we also talk big three. And when we gave out our rankings of our guards, one, one, one guy that we did not name was actually the number two overall pick of the big three draft, and it's Andre Owens. We didn't have him because, you know, he didn't really have that name value, that cachet. But let me tell you something. I have audio from Andre Owens. He's talking about, you know, he's working hard. He's grinding. He's ready to eat some dudes up. Let's hear that right now. Handle, baby. Pull that band. Quick feet. Pull that band. Stretch. Stay low. Hit. Euro. This is Andre working out. This is Andre working out. If we go a little bit later on, Donnie, if we go to the 32nd mark, we got him answering, like, how hard he's working and who he's going to ball on. I just got to know. What are you? I think I'm a cannibal. He's a cannibal. And I eat bones. He eats meat and bones. I'm not leaving nothing out there. Nothing. Nothing. I'm not leaving nothing. To go second, I heard you was killing at the camp. Who'd you kill? Every guard that guarded me. He said he was putting on everybody, Don. You know who you are. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. Nothing. So your Instagram name is AO20Buckets. Where you get that name from? Sounds logical. AO is my initials. 20 is my number in buckets that's what I do well there you go there you go okay alright so so Andre Owens is talking about all these buckets he's gonna get now the question I have for you Donnie is have we underrated some of these guys who may not have as big name value but maybe using this and really to try and ball hard and establish themselves yeah we probably have because you know some of these a lot of these players know these players we haven't watched them in in years right so they know something that we don't know because some of and these he was players the number two overall pick he exactly. was the number two so. pick so he was probably doing it at the combine busting heads like you said we had him in a lower tier for sure but uh you know some of these guys like my man Kwame Brown included may in fact um really you know may may have been in the gym and grinding hard for it so again don't get it twisted later on this month right after the NBA draft happens in the last week of June the big three tips off June 25th at Barclays Don Burns and Speeds the Spitting Statistician we're going to try and be there to cover it for you guys here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network yo um, also I don't know if you saw this, but the Ryan brothers were at Margaritaville in Nashville for the Stanley Cup, and there is and there's footage of them like fighting in a Margaritaville. Let me ask you this: Who fights at a Margaritaville? I thought you getting drunk and getting happy. No, Ryan was ready to throw. He was, and who goes up and tries to fight the Ryan brothers? Those are big dudes. Hey, people don't know. People don't follow sports, man. They probably didn't know who. who Those are big dudes. Why would you do that? Ryan was ready though. Yo, check this out. I don't know if you saw this. A less reported story from when uh, Rex was down there in Nashville, he apparently bumped into a bachelorette party and uh, was winking at all the girls with their open-toed sandals and said, uh, yeah, you guys, you ladies have great feet. You know what I like. Barstool reporting that. 
I mean, Barstool is not the most. Um, I, that's why I had to give credit there. I'm, I'm saying that came yeah. out of Barstool, but you know, I, hey, I mean, Rex, Rex, Rex knows Rex, what he though. likes. He could have said that. I'm yeah, not, he might have, right? I, I don't think that's uh, out of his book to say. I'm saying, I'm saying, yo. To bring it back though, we do have a poll question up there on that FNTSY Radio Twitter handle, and it's one of Rex's former players that is leading the vote right now. We asked you which available wideout or you know ultimately available wideout will help you your NFL and fantasy football team the most. The options are Jeremy Macklin, Eric Decker, and Anquan Bolden. Still time to vote on it right now. I'll give you the results of that, and we'll go around the league real quick with scores here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Coming back, it's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Wednesday with my man Donnie Burns, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Let's go around the league right now, and games underway so far tonight. Phillies and Braves are scoreless in the top of the second. White Sox with an early one nothing lead on the Rays. That's in the bottom of the second. Cardinals have jumped out to a lead on the Cincinnati Reds in the Great American Small Park. Matt Carpenter with his 10th home run of the season. Angels and Tigers scoreless in Detroit. Uh, the Yankees are up on the Red Sox 1-0 after three innings. Didi Gregorius going yard for the Yankee run. Pirates and Orioles. Pirates up 2-1 on Baltimore in the bottom of the second. I mentioned also we got a poll question up right now. Remember, Jeremy Macklin was cut. We get news that the Jets are going to trade or release Eric Decker as well. Anquan Bolden, uh, old faithful, also out there uh, to be signed right now as a free agent by any NFL team who wants him. So I ask you, which of these wideouts can help an NFL team and your potential fantasy football team the most? Right now, and thanks to all the people that voted, okay, thanks to the over 150 people who have already voted in the last hour and a half since it's been up, 56% of you say Eric Decker is the guy you'd get. I agree with you. There was a stretch there when he was healthy with the Jets where he was scoring touchdowns, I think like seven games in a row. It was absolutely ridiculous. 35% of you say Jeremy Macklin is the guy you would uh, take or want, and 9% say say Anquan Bolden. Let me give a big shout out real quick to GamingGuru91 at GilDavingIll25, I believe. He says Jeremy Macklin and his reason is because he's a Saints fan. I don't know um, you know, if that means he's down south and likes Macklin or he thinks that Macklin would be a good fit for his team, the New Orleans Saints. But regardless, that's what we have here. 56% say Decker, 35% say Macklin, 9% say Anquan Bolden. Keep it locked. Up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, it'll be in this league coming up with my man Bogman and Welsh. And also tomorrow, we'll be right back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, reacting to Game 3, seeing if that under, seeing what J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson did with my man Donnie Burns. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back tomorrow. Ah.